0: Welcome to the Charleston Diaries Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Farina, and we are back at the Moxie Hotel recording episode two. It is the Tuesday after Thanksgiving, and I'm so happy to be back in Charleston. Like, love going home, but I'm just so happy to be back. And we're gonna start off today's gossip hour with a little like thought that I came up with over Thanksgiving. Actually, it's literally it came into my head as soon as I sat down in my bed in my childhood bedroom. Okay. I looked around in my childhood bedroom and I made a TikTok about this too. So you might have seen it, but I looked around my childhood bedroom and I was like, I'm so scared for the day to come where I bring a guy home, when I bring a boyfriend home and I have to introduce him to my bedroom because it is just so crazy looking. Like there's so many things that it's, you know, when you see, you look at something for so long and then you don't notice it. That's my, that's my bedroom to me. Like I look around and I'm like these orange walls, they mean nothing to me. Like this framed photo of me swimming butterfly at age 12. Like that means nothing to me. Like the, the Christmas tree that's been up since 2012 and I've just never taken it down for 11 years. like it's like I, I'm just so used to looking at it but I'm like for some reason I just that that day I was like um I saw it with clear eyes and I was like wait this is really a sight to see and I feel like it's just weird stuff in there you know I so many stuffed animals like there's a lot of Disney things which you know what I love Disney like sue me I'm not a full-on Disney adult but I do love Disney things and like if you can't get with that goodbye like whatever. Anyways, um, yeah, no, I just looked around my bedroom and I was like, I'm just really glad that I don't have a boyfriend right now. Like, yeah, I don't want a boyfriend because I don't want him to see my my child's bedroom. No, um, but I I think I well, when when the day comes that I bring a man home for the holidays, I'm gonna have to go home early and do a full on clean out of everything because, you know what? Or or this is gonna be the real test if he's the one because then he'll see how weird I was. And how weird I still am for not doing anything about this room, <laughs> and if he can hang with that, then then we're good, you know. So maybe that is a good test. Okay, me making a mental note when I finally bring a boyfriend home for the holidays in a hundred years, um, I will remember that this is a perfect test. Anyways, I'm not. I need to stop being so self deprecating about this. Um, I love being single, really, I do. Um, but anyways, Thanksgiving was great. I did not participate in Thanksgiving Eve this year. Um, I. Okay, also people call it Thanksgiving Eve or Blackout Wednesday. I like Thanksgiving Eve. That just sounds a lot more fun to me. Um I just love an eve. I love any sort of eve, like New Year's Eve, Christmas Eve, Thanksgiving Eve, like I don't know if there's any other eves, but like I always have fun on like 4th of July Eve, um like St. Patrick's Day Eve. I don't know. Should we make an eve? Should we make eve like more of a thing? Like I think we I think we should. So anyways, I'm sticking to saying Thanksgiving Eve. I did not go out for Thanksgiving Eve this year. Um, partially because I just like wasn't in the mood to go out and socialize but also the other part is because I was so crazy last year that I just like that was a lot and I didn't really I've only ever gone out for Thanksgiving Eve two two times which is so like out of character for me but a lot of times when I go home like I just want to chill but I went out once in like 2018 and then I went out last year and last year I went out with my swim friends like my club swim team friends that I swam with and we all went to different high schools but like so in Delaware so I'm from Delaware I think I've said this before but I'm from Delaware I live in Newark but I went to high school in Wilmington and Newark and Wilmington are like the two like main spots in northern Delaware and so you can go out in Newark or you can go out in Wilmington but I liked going out. Oh my God. My voice just cracked. Like I'm like a 14 year old boy going through puberty. Um, anyways, I like going out in Wilmington just cause like I've, st- I know more people there, like whatever. So we went out in Wilmington and it was just like a shit show from start to finish. Like you remember that TikTok last year, it was the Cardi B sound and it was like I was home with my kid, Mamiana. <laughs> well, me and my friend. And there's like all those TikTok trends being like, oh, when your friend's like a year older than you and you are like picking them up like a baby. Um, I did that with my one friend. She's three years younger than me. And we did that. And then we fell, we fell. Like it was like, it was like one of those things. It was so obnoxious. Like in the middle, this is obviously like later into the night. Too many shots, too many drinks. And we just like the fall was like a lot. Like we were a lot at this one bar. And I was like, I don't know if I can show my face here again. And then like throughout the night, it just, you know, kept getting worse and worse and worse. And then in Delaware, the bars close at one, which is really interesting to me. I hate it. I like staying out till two. Okay. That's a weird thing about me, but I just, two is just good. Um, no, it's not anyways, don't listen to me, but, um, the bars close at one. We went back to my friends. My friend was like house sitting and dog sitting. And we went back to where he was house sitting and we had a party. And I'm like, I feel like that shouldn't be allowed, but we, we were allowed to do it. And then I wanted Wawa. So somebody who wasn't drinking drove us to Wawa. I get to Wawa, realized I left my wallet at this house. So I had to go back to the house and oh my gosh, it was such a scene. And then I didn't get home until 4.30 in the morning. And you know, when you're home now, it's like you have to tell your parents like where you are, what you're doing. And I forgot to tell my parents like where I was. And I'm in the Uber. I fall asleep in the Uber. I'm sounding like a lunatic. If This is like your first like piece of me. If you've never seen me on TikTok, I'm sorry. but. um, this is just, I'm just kind of a mess, but I fall asleep in the Uber and I wake up to my mom calling me. I'm almost home. And I'm just like, hello? Like, I like nothing, whatever. And she's like, where are you? And I was like, oh, I'm almost home. I'm almost here. And she's just like, oh my God, like, okay, good. And I'm like, oh yeah, like four 30 in the morning, like a no, you know, like a no check, pulse check on my end. Like that's, that's my bad. That's my bad. But I was like, you know, and I was really hungover on Thanksgiving and that's just not, It's not that fun to be hungover on Thanksgiving, even though I do think being hungover is fun sometimes. We'll get into that another day, but not really on Thanksgiving, you know? So anyways, did not go out Thanksgiving Eve. I didn't really go out at all, actually. Um, My biggest social event, I want to know what it was, was I got invited to my old swimmer's the kids that I coached when I was living at home in Delaware a couple years ago they had a friendsgiving, okay so these are kids in high school, and I got invited to their friendsgiving. It was so sweet though I love these kids so much, and they're all seniors in high school at this point um or freshmen in college, so it's just so great to see them and I'm like, I like feel so special that I'm still like connected to them all these years later like it is just it's like I'm just like, wow, I can't believe it you know so um I was very honored, and i we we gossiped, we chatted. I spilled probably too much tea for like eighteen year olds and whatever, but I'm like, okay, you're fine. Um. Anyways, I saw a couple of friends too outside of this. Um. My like little high school <laughs> gathering. I'm not a creep. Okay, this is making me sound like a creeper. I go to these this high schools. These high school kids like friendsgiving. No, I was invited. I coached them. I'm not their coach anymore, so I don't know what I am to them. I'm just their like old cool friend. You know. I don't know it's weird. Anyways, yeah, saw a couple other friends, had some nice catch up, but honestly, I spent a lot of my Thanksgiving break working. Um I have been working really hard on this podcast and my podcast launch party. So I am like I'm I'm sure everything's going to be out about that um after this, you know, gets podcast gets launched on December 14th. The, po- the launch party is the day before and the week before that I'm hosting like a holiday girls event. So I am just like there's a lot going on right now. Um but I am so excited. I'm I'm so happy to finally talk about it because obviously like it's great to talk about it here because this isn't going to be like out for a couple weeks so I'm like able to tell you guys but you'll already know if that makes sense. I don't know. But it's great to talk about it because I haven't been able to talk about it. Obviously my friends know about everything, but it's fun to just like chat about it. Um but I also am announcing the podcast this week. So I'm like so excited that that's going to be out there. I just feel like people are going to be really excited. I hope people are excited. If no one's excited, too bad I'm doing this anyways. So that's kind of just like my mindset these days. If no one cares, like, okay, I guess I'll keep going. Um, No, but I am just like really, really pumped to finally share this that I've been working on. Um, I've also been working on just like my brand in general, um, and I am just so excited! Like I'm doing some really cool Charleston Diaries branding. Like I'm working this with this amazing um, designer. Her name's like, or her company's Studio Sunray. And I will definitely be posting a lot about her once everything comes out. Which honestly, I probably will already have posted about her once you listen to this. But she is killing it with my branding and logo and everything. Like it is so good. And just like, there's a lot of moving parts here, and so I don't want to obviously share everything, but there's a lot going on that I'm so excited to like really officially like launch. And there's also, I'm also like workshopping another business venture that I kind of think it's time to make the leap into in 2024. So anyways, all that to say is that it was really nice, even though I kind of had a quiet Thanksgiving, it was really nice to just kind of like be home and just like actually work on this kind of stuff. Now granted, I am looking forward to the day that I can go home for a holiday um that I and I can just chill. I don't think I've never been able to do that in my time that I have um lived in Charleston because I go home and obviously like the past year or so every time I go home I have to work on something with this. But before that, I I swear it always lined up that I was looking for a job. I mean, I was always looking for jobs because I'm always was just like trying to like not get the next best thing. That's definitely not what I mean, but more so like I wanted to, like, be continuing to, like, grow. And, like, if I if my job wasn't serving me, I was looking for the next one. Obviously, it didn't work right away. Like, I wasn't, like, getting jobs every five minutes, but I was always looking. So a lot of times when I would go home, I would use that time to, like, look for jobs and all that kind of stuff. So anyways, I'm looking forward to the day that I can go home for a holiday or even just home in general and just like chill and just be quiet um i don't know if that day will ever come because i feel like i'm always going to be working on this kind of stuff especially as i continue to grow it but anyways um but while i was home i edited my first episode of this podcast which you probably already listened to i hope you liked it but now that i'm sitting down to record again i'm just like wow this feels surreal but it feels so right and i like like even when i sat down and recorded the podcast the first time i was just like wow This feels like this is something I should be doing. And I've always been hesitant to start this podcast. And there's been a lot of things holding me up, to be honest. And first of all, I have no idea what I'm doing. Uh, A lot of research went into this. I have so much... I have learned a lot, but I still have a lot to learn. And I think, you know, I wanted it to be perfect when I put it out there. But the thing is, it's like not going to be perfect for a long time or maybe even ever because like everything's always a work in progress. I know that. But I'm also like, I'm no expert. I'm doing my best. And so I figured like... I obviously didn't want to wait until it was absolutely perfect because that day will never freaking come. So I kind of just had to like, you know, learn. I, I did a lot of research. I remember when I first came in the Moxie. It was over. It was about two months ago to work on to use their like sound machine. I it was so hard. I remember leaving it and I was just like, I actually don't know if I'm gonna do this podcast because I can't figure this out. Like, and my computer was giving it, and I and I I get so frustrated when it comes to technology issues, like so insanely frustrated, I lose my mind. And I was like, I'm like, no, I don't think I can do this, which is so dramatic of me. I know that, but it it was so testing. And I'm like, I don't know, if, I don't know if I'm smart enough to, to do this, you know, but I did, I worked really, really hard to learn how to do all of this and to do it how I want it to, to be. Um, another thing that I feel like was holding me back and starting this podcast is just like, I feel like I didn't have, I, I have enough followers. And it's kind of just like, would anyone care? And I feel like that's been like an insecurity of mine that maybe I can talk about at a later date. But a lot of times I post on social media, and I'm just kind of like, does anybody care? Like I don't have the biggest following, so it's like, does anybody care? And I didn't want to start a podcast when I didn't have enough people like following me and whatever. And you know, it's crazy. This is one of my things that I'm like. Sometimes I literally speak things into existence. I have said, cause I've been. I mean, I've been wanting to do a podcast for. I think I said this the last episode, like a long time. But last year when I started TikTok, I said, "When I hit 50k on TikTok, I will start my podcast." And I kind of just—I didn't throw that out the window. But it's weird how it started working in the fall, and like in the late summer and early fall of this year, of me actually planning the podcast, and I'm inching slowly, slowly towards 50k, and I'm about to hit it, and it's going to be crazy that I will hit it by the time this comes out. I'm just like, wow. That's weird, right? Anyways, I've also been self conscious of my voice my entire life. Like, I have a bit of a lisp. I have a bit of vocal fry, which I have some really kind people have pointed both of those things out to me on TikTok. Um, And I also just like listening to episode one back, I'm like, I do have vocal fry, but I don't know how to fix it. But I'm also like, who cares? Um, I, you know, I stutter, like, I use filler words, like, and those are just all insecurities that i have and but honestly talking and doing voiceovers on tiktok has helped so much with this um but this is still a struggle and it's like so this is like big like this creating this podcast is really big for me it's it's like you know i almost didn't like i said i almost didn't do it multiple times but i think doing this is one big batch of exposure therapy um because i'm confronting a lot of my insecurities and like, and my fears by doing something that I've always dreamed of doing. So I'm patting myself on the back for doing this and, and, you know, taking on this new venture, even though it's a work in progress, but so is everything in life. Um, And I think this is kind of a good segue to go into what we want to talk about, like, today, Um, what we I'm like, it's just me. But anyways, what you are going to listen to while I talk. um, I have always felt like I've been a work in progress. I mean, everyone is right. Like I but I just feel like knowing myself and what I like and like what I don't like and just like everything that ties into that has been a work in progress. And while I was home in Delaware for Thanksgiving, like I thought a lot about the idea of home and feeling comfortable and fitting in and and all of those things. And I think about this a lot when I'm home because I was the new kid growing up. Like, and it's not like we moved around a lot. It's not like anything crazy, but I just like kept finding myself being the new kid in so many situations. And I so vividly remember it. And like, it started out, like my summer swim team, like we moved into my neighborhood um, that I, the same house that like my parents live in now when I was four. And like, I, we joined the the pool, I think when I was five and I didn't join the swim team until I was six, but kids had been going to that, the pool, like, you know, their whole life and they started swim team when they were four. And so it's like, I joined in and I was like, oh, I feel like I'm like late in some way. Like, I feel like I don't, I feel like I'm late to the party in some way. And that was my first feeling of feeling like that. Then I changed schools um, in third grade, so I was at a public school, and then I switched to a Catholic school in third grade. And I was the considered I was considered the new kid for three years. Like there was this one mom in my grade that would always call me new kid, like. And I'm just like, what? Because we had one class per grade at the school; it was small. And but I just came in and like, I it was like, it, it was such a big deal that I was a new kid, which I, I don't really understand. But I remember I remember my first day walking in, and people were like staring at me. Like, it's like I had 10 heads, like they've never seen someone new walk in before. But I was considered the new kid for three years. And my very first club swim team, I joined, I think, in fourth grade. And again, I felt like I was late to the party. There was, you know, everybody knew each other already. And in high school, I went to a high school. I went to an all-girls high school. Then those are stories for another time. Oh, my God, the stories I have. Anyways, I went to an all-girls high school but it it was also a grade school. So people could have started going there at like age three. Um, and a lot of people in my grade, you know, went through like preschool grade school and into high school. Now, a lot of people in my grade did not, but I also walk in and I just, you know, you're walking into something that's already like built kind of, and it's just like, ah, and I joined a second club swim team, my um, junior year of high school and same vibe. i I'm just like, I am just like, like, I'm new. I was so I mean, and that's the same thing. I was I was like, very, very new. And it was just like ah. So and obviously, college was different. But I still kind of felt it like I still there were people that knew each other going into college. I didn't know anybody, whatever. And so it this has patterned throughout my life. And it's made me feel like I just don't fit in. And like, I always have felt like people were here first and I was always feeling late. Like I always feel like I was missing something. Like I feel like I was late to the party and that I'll never fully understand like what it's like to be a part of this. And then since I was late, like combine that with my like natural kind of shy tendencies that take me a while to be myself and open up. Like it took me a while to come into my own in all of these situations. And I never felt cool. I never felt like I fit in like, and especially like like with swimming and stuff, like. I was a good swimmer so it's like the cool people would talk to me because I was good but like that was kind of it I kind of felt like for a while until I kind of came out of my shell more but like especially like my summer swim team growing up like I like I was good so I was respected but I wasn't like cool enough to hang out with if that makes sense and I feel like in all of these situations that I've had, I always did eventually become friends with like the quote unquote cool people. Um, Like, you know, the ones that like command a room and are loud and fun. And, and that kind of eventually becomes me too. Like I eventually am able to be loud and fun, but it kind of just takes me like a while, you know? And, For 24 years, this pattern continued, like, and I truly felt like I never fit in anywhere. And it wasn't until I moved to Charleston, that this was the first place that I didn't feel like that. Like, this was the first place that truly felt like home to me. And of course, like, I'm still me. Like, I'm still shy at first. I always will have those feelings, I think. And so at certain jobs and meeting certain people and in certain events, like, yes, it takes me a bit to open up still. And there's times where I still feel like I don't fit in in certain situations. And, and that's okay. Because as I'm growing as a person, like, I'm learning how to handle these things better. And so I I think that is always kind of going to be a battle for me. Like, I'm just it's just who I am. But in general, being here, like, I feel like I'm not late. Like I feel like I'm here. I'm on time. I'm living my life. And it's a beautiful, magical feeling that I think is pretty rare. And I truly don't take it for granted because like I said, it was like my entire life before that. I just, every situation, I just felt like I kind of shouldn't be there. Like things were off and I never knew how crucial it was to love where you live. Being in a place that makes you happy is the biggest game changer I have ever come to know. Like a place where you can be yourself. Like you feel like the weight is lifted off your shoulders. Like it is an unmatched feeling. Like it's unreal. Like I'm so excited to come back to Charleston every single time. Like I can't wait to come back here because I love how I feel when I'm here. I love who I am when I'm here. And the only time I ever cried Coming back here was over a stupid boy, and I think it was just a lot because I like, it, which is funny. I didn't even. I I cried when my parents left when we moved um, here, but I think it was more just I'm gonna miss my parents. But you know, I would go home for every holiday, whatever. Never cry. Like I'm just like I can't wait to get back to Charleston. Even when I like really didn't like some of my jobs, I'm like I don't feel like going back to work, but I want to be back in Charleston. Um, but I did cry once, and it was just because like I was just so upset over this boy. He was just such a asshole and i just like didn't want to go back to charleston because i didn't want to face that like it was i went home for a weekend and it was just really nice to just kind of like turn off from everything but then it's like oh i have to go face my life again that was the only time i ever cried which is just like you know i don't know i think it's good but charleston is my place obviously like i love it so much but i honestly urge you if you don't live in a place that you love like if it's possible for you, because I know it's not possible for everyone. Like I, it doesn't work for everyone. Like I'm very, like I, you know, like fully acknowledge my privilege and being able to live in a beautiful place that I love. But if you're able to do so, find a place where you love to live. Like it, it will change your life, like because it's changed mine. And I also say like, and this is, it probably sounds very dramatic, but it's so true. I wasn't myself until I moved here. I didn't become myself until I moved to Charleston. And I feel like for the first 24 years of my life, I was not the true Nicole Farina yet. And I wasn't comfortable in my own skin. And like, especially when swimming got removed, like when I would finish my college senior year um, swim season, I was like, oh, my God, who am I? Who am I? What do I do now? Like, I was like, obviously, I, I knew who I was before. But then it's like you were remove- the competitive swimmer aspect of me, I was like, who is this bitch? I don't know her. Like, I don't know her. And I think that's why I jumped into coaching club swimming, like right after college, because I was just like, I need to hang on to something that I know. And of course, in the three years that I've moved here, like I've continued to grow. It's not like something just snapped as soon as I showed up here, but, and I become more, you know, whatever. But I, over the course of three years, I continuously become more me. And I think there's still more me to become, if that makes sense. But it's wild. I just wasn't myself yet. And I think back, like, and I'm sure some people can relate to this, but it's like, ugh, oh, I wish I was this person before. Like, I wish I was this person in college or whatever. Like, I wish, I, I wish a certain person knew me then or whatever. And I, I wish they knew the person that was confident and happy and loving and just like, so much better than the version that I was because simply like, I was not that in college. Like I was so self-conscious in college. I definitely didn't like myself. I didn't hate myself, but I definitely didn't like myself, but I also didn't know myself. And I think that that is a big part of it. Like I let swimming take over my entire life. And which like on one hand, I'm so glad I did because it's made me into the person that I am today. But on the other hand, it made me very confused about myself. And I think that was hard. And I'm sure other, you know, people who played sports or whatever can relate to that, or had some sort of activity growing up that like, was your defining factor. And it's really hard. And I think that is definitely going to be something else, you know, kind of another um, topic for another day. But going back to like, I didn't know myself, like I did not know myself. I didn't know anything about myself. And it's crazy that you don't know anything about yourself, but it's true. And I, I know so much about myself now. And and partially it's because I've done a lot of work in therapy over the years. And um, especially in the years that I've lived in Charleston, I got a therapist. I, I've, I got another topic for another episode, but I've been in therapy before, but then when I moved here, I got a, a therapist probably like two months in and she's still with me today. And it's been three years and she's just seen me through it all. But she is, you know, just being in therapy actively um and consistently has helped me just learn so much about myself. And um, so I obviously like credit, you know, me knowing myself to therapy, but I also credit it to like I'm in a place that brings out my best self. And I think that this is what the journey is all about, honestly. Like as that is that sounds so cheesy, but like, it's okay that I wasn't my true self in college yet. It's okay that I wasn't my true self in high school. And I, you know, I look back and I'm like, boys that I liked, I'm like, oh, I wish they could see me now. Like, I wish they knew me now. I wish that they knew my confidence. I wish that they knew like how well I'm doing, which it's obviously, I'm sure, you know, they follow me on Instagram. They can see what I'm doing, but it's different. Like, I'm like, I wish that I'm like, ah. I wish they knew this person because I like love myself now and I didn't before. But, anyways, it, it is about the journey because you're not just going to magically wake up or like be born and be yourself. Like I personally think that like you kind of have to work on it and it's going to continue to develop. And you're gonna and it's gonna it's circumstances like this that like push you into like becoming your best self. And I want to keep con- and, like growing and developing. Like that's what I want to do. And I think people on TikTok like not so much anymore. Like thank God, but when I first started posting on TikTok last year and it was so, so Charleston based and and everything, not that it's not Charleston based now, but it was a lot of like, it was just a lot of Charleston based stuff. And people would be like, why do you love Charleston so much? Like, why? Like, I, I don't get it. And I'd be like, this is why like, yeah, Charleston itself is amazing, but it's what living in Charleston did to me. Like it made me better in every sense. It changed my life. It made me appreciate my life. It made me me like it, it, I don't know. It, it is the best decision I've ever made to move here. Like I, hands down, I think I will always, always stand by that best decision I've ever made. And like, it's made me appreciate the world. Like it's made me find myself. It's made me find what I love. It's made me find like, just like what's important to me and, and all that kind of stuff. And I'm just like, that is why I love Charleston. Like that is why. And so yes, Charleston is amazing. Great restaurants, beautiful. So many amazing parts of the city, but I'm like, I love Charleston because it's what, of what it's done to me. Um, and so, like I said, like if you don't live somewhere that you love, like I, I truly urge you to find that. And it's not, and if you don't know what it is yet, that's okay. Because I didn't know for a long time. Um, you know, obviously it's like, I was living in Delaware. I went to college in Pennsylvania, um, would go to New Jersey sometimes, like none of those places felt right. And I think like, and you might not even know if you're like still in college or whatever, you might not even know that a place doesn't feel right until looking back. But which now you're probably like, okay, Nicole, you're speaking gibberish. This makes no sense, but you just kind of have to follow me. Like you might not know, but when you do know that a place is right for you, you will know. And then you'll realize, oh, wait, none of those places were right for me. Even though I kind of always knew that Delaware and Pennsylvania, like New Jersey, like that wasn't really my vibe. I kind of knew it, but I was, you know, obviously ignoring it. And also just like, well, what else am I going to do? I'm from here, (laughs) you know, but um, I think that like, you obviously might not know where your place is, um, but follow your gut because your gut is going to tell you. It is going to tell you exactly what it is, where it is, and you have to listen. When you ignore your gut feelings, that's when you get in trouble. Okay, I, that's I've really found that out. And again, I'm like I've said this five times now. Another podcast episode about trusting your gut. Um, but I really do believe that like it is your the answer to most of your problems is you really have to like the the answer is within you right? Like my favorite um, comedian, Jared Freed, he's on this podcast um, with Betches. If you guys don't know Betches, like, oh my God, I love them. And they have this podcast called You Up and I haven't listened to them in a while, but it was like my tried and true dating advice and I love them. And he always says like, people will send in questions and um, he'll be like, yeah, most of the time the answer is in the question. And I have found that that's true, obviously not just in dating um, because that's kind of what they talk about on there is dating questions and stuff. But I found that the answer is in the question most of the time. And you might have to think a little bit and you might have to work at it, but it is, it's is—it's there. And the thing is, like, when it comes to moving and it comes to trying a new place, like, I'm so team make the leap because you can always move back to where you're from. You can always move back to your parents. You can always move back. Obviously, again, again I know not everybody has, might not have parents to move back to, might not have, like the privilege to be able to go bop around. But if you do, you, you can always go somewhere, try it out. If it doesn't work, go back or go try somewhere new. Like it's scary. It's scary to go try somewhere new. It's scary to maybe start over if you don't know anybody and like find a job and all of that kind of stuff. Like, But it's so worth it because it teaches you so much about yourself. And you never know. You never know what's going to happen. That's, that's like the crazy thing about life because I'm just like, you never know. Like this random place that I chose, Charleston, like ended up being life-changing for me but and I think it's that's kind of like the cool thing about like how you don't know how your life is gonna go like one decision could change it all how crazy like oh my god Um, but if you do live in Charleston and I know like some people who are listening do, some people don't, but if you do live in Charleston, I, I encourage you to romanticize your life here because that is kind of why I started TikTok. I mean, I started TikTok for a lot of reasons, but obviously I jumped into posting about Charleston because I'm like, I want to post about what I love and what I love is Charleston. And I just like, am so like excited to share it with the world and like how beautiful it is. And I like, I'm so proud to live here. I'm proud to live in Charleston. I'm proud to be a Charlestonian. Is that even a true word? I don't know, but I'm proud to be here. And I want to show it off. Like, people who have lived here a long time, I feel like they kind of don't always get on board with the Charleston hype. Like, some of them are like over it, some of them are just like, I don't get what's so big of a deal about it like blah blah blah. But let me tell you something. Okay? This is a beautiful place. Charleston is so freaking amazing and beautiful. I'm from Delaware, okay? We don't have the things like that y'all have here. I've also been saying y'all a lot more lately and I kind of like it. Like I don't know where it came from, but I was like really has I was like really not into saying y'all for a while, but it kind of just like rolls off the tongue. Anyways. So, okay. Um but no. The the fact that like you are able to drive over the most beautiful bridges and see water and just it's, it is stunning here. And you can walk along the battery and you can do all these different things. And like the beach is closed. Like there is so many amazing aspects about living here that like so many places in this country do not have. And so I'm just like, it is cool to like, love this place you know and like it's not weird it's not lame it's cool to romanticize your life here and like it's cool to like your life and like I feel like a lot of people don't like their lives and so when you do like your life like I kind of feel like you should shout it from the rooftops at least that's what me and my friends do like we would literally be driving I mean we haven't done this in a while we should probably do it again because it's so it feels so good but you like we're driving like when we first moved here we would like drive with the windows down and anytime we drove over a bridge we would just yell I Life like so loud and like just to nobody, but people would I'm sure people would hear. Sometimes they'd be like, "What the hell?" But we haven't done it in a while. But it's like it's true. Like I love my life, and is it perfect? Hell no. But I at least I live in a place that I love. Okay. Um, and the thing is about Charleston. Okay, people always say like last year when I again when I was started posting on TikTok, I would get so annoyed at these TikTok commenters because when I would post like pretty parts about Charleston, they would be like talking about rich people or talking about how like it doesn't always look like this. Blah, blah blah I'm like, okay, first of all, I'm like, you're phrasing that wrong because first of all, yeah, the battery is beautiful. It does always look like this. Yeah. There might be areas around Charleston that don't look like this. Okay. Yeah. I'm not saying that every single place in the surrounding Charleston area looks like this, but, and yes, Charleston is getting more expensive. Absolutely. And it's kind of annoying. I mean, it's very annoying, but I personally think there's so many aspects about Charleston that you don't need money to enjoy. And I think that's what I get annoyed by when people comment TikToks like, oh my gosh, like it's just for rich people and blah, blah, blah. Granted, yes, there are. I mean, Charleston Charleston's expensive. Restaurants are expensive, like shopping and, and the bars and everything's expensive. But some of my favorite parts about Charleston are the, the free things, like the beach. The fact that the beaches are so close to here to us, it's like it is so amazing and they're gorgeous. Like they're amazing. And I also just, my other favorite part is like being by the water. So it's like, you're able to walk along the battery. You're able to walk walk along the water in so many different places. And it's just, that's so amazing and like just being able to walk around and look at the houses and all of that kind of stuff like colonial lake for example like i love walking around there because it is just beautiful it's so special like to have just be in such a scenic area and that's so aesthetic and not that i care about it being aesthetic but it just is i don't know and i think that loving where i live has done wonders for my life and i scare myself sometimes thinking of what my life would be like if i didn't listen to my gut and move here because i'm just like oh my god I would, I think I would be miserable. Like I think I would be so unhappy and I am just so happy that I listened to myself. And so I really think that if you guys have any sort of gut inclination with anything in life, whether it's a move, whether it's a job, whether it's a dating situation, a friend situation, anything, you need to chase that and you need to follow it because I'm telling you like it is so worth it to follow your gut and take the leap. And like I definitely I mean, there's been plenty of times that I haven't listened to my gut, but then my gut feeling always turns out to be right. And it's crazy. I think I have a gift. Maybe, maybe I have like a special little like gut um, gift. That sounds disgusting. What is wrong with me? Why would I say that? A listen to your gut gift. I can, okay. There's a fly in here. Um, can there be like another word for gut? Because I actually don't really like that word. And I've said it like a 30 million times during this episode, but I'm kind of like not really into that. So maybe we can come up with another phrase of like, follow your gut, follow your heart. Okay. But your heart, that's not true you shouldn't always follow your heart. Yes, you should. I don't know. Oh, now I'm, now I'm like making conflicting advice. You should follow your gut instinct. <laughs> and um, we're just going to say, you know, when you say a word too many times and you're like, ew, this sounds disgusting. That's me with gut right now. I need help. I'm also drinking um, honey citrus mint tea from Starbucks. This Moxie Hotel has a Starbucks downstairs. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to treat myself. This is my like favorite tea ever. It's so good. It's really good when you're sick. I'm not sick, but just kind of felt like drinking it you know so anyways love where you live live where you love mm, that's that makes no sense i'm telling you sometimes like i'm like michael scott where he's like sometimes you start a sentence and you don't know where it's ending like that's me like i i just start talking sometimes and i'm just like i don't even know what's going to come out of my freaking mouth like and i should probably censor myself more now that i have a freaking podcast and i have to talk um like shut up nicole no not shut up i have to keep talking anyways anyways Okay. So moving on. Now, this is where we would usually have the Dear Diary segment. And here's what it's going to be. It's basically going to be like an ask me anything advice, like what would Nicole do? type of situation. And it can be any sort of questions like life, dating, Charleston things, Charleston recs, like friends, career, like literally anything, um, anything your heart desires. You can DM them to me on Instagram at the Charleston Diaries. And I'm also going to do like weekly stories on Instagram with like a question box that you can ask them there too. Um, And so since like I haven't announced the podcast yet, I don't have any Dear Diary questions this week. Um, But I'm really excited to get into it because I feel like it's going to be a good way to just kind of like chat with you guys and just kind of like I don't know I love giving any sort of advice so I think it's going to be kind of fun to talk about that maybe talk about some Charleston things um yeah so that's gonna be really fun but anyways since I don't have any questions this week we're gonna do a little like update on just some fun stuff I have going on in my life the next couple weeks just because like I feel like sharing um all of this will already happen again by the time you guys eventually listen to this but whatever I'm just sharing um so today is Tuesday November 28th I can't even believe that November's almost done. I'm so like scared of time. Like, how is it about to be December? But it's funny though, because today is like cold. Today was a cold day and I was like, okay, yeah, it feels like winter. Winter is coming. I'm not looking forward to it. I'm already have the winter uglies. Also, okay, my ADHD is kicking in really bad right now. I'm trying to reel it in, but let me just say this one thing. When I went home for Thanksgiving, I got so ugly. I made a TikTok about it because I'm like, I have the home uglies. You know, the winter uglies are a thing, but the home uglies are really bad. And I just am like, I don't know what is going on. I don't know how. I just like get so ugly when I go home. Like it's like the, the colors drain from my face. Um, my skin sucks. My hair is terrible. Everything is terrible. So I'm just like, oh my God. And, and I, you know, people were able to relate to it on TikTok. And I'm like, I wonder if this is a thing. Maybe I should, you know, do a little bit more research. I think it might be the water at home that has caused me to be ugly. Anyways, um, okay, back to what I was saying probably what, five minutes ago. Um, today Today's Tuesday. Tonight I am stopping by Harvest Moon Home, um, which is the cutest store on King Street. If you haven't gone, they have like it's the one that's like kind of down a little side alley. It's not an alley, it's just like a little side street, and they have the yellow door and the yellow stairs, and it's so freaking cute. Um, but they're having a little like holiday like cocktail making class thing with the spritz effect, which if you guys don't follow her, you have to. Her name's Sarah Louise, and she is so cool. She makes these coolest like drink recipes and everything like i'm just obsessed with her anyways they're doing like a little holiday event so i'm stopping by there first and then i'm going to wild dunes resort which is out in isle of palms and they're doing like a christmas event like an influencer christmas event thing i'm really excited for it it's like sip and santa or something maybe i think i made that up but santa spectacular i i don't know what it is but it's called something anyways and tomorrow i'm going to the mills house hotel which is the Pink Hotel. And it is so freaking cute. And Rebecca Illustrated, which is like my favorite like um, artist. Why can't I talk? My favorite artist, she opened a pop-up shop there, like a holiday pop-up shop. And so she has all of her stuff there. And so I'm going there, doing a little shopping, going to go get drinks at the Iron Rose restaurant, which is um, in the Mills House Hotel. But you guys have to go check that little shop out because I think it's open all the way through January. So... When you listen to this, run, don't walk to check out Rebecca Illustrated's little pop up shop. So cute. Well, I haven't been there yet, but I've seen pictures and it looks really cute. Um, And okay, then on Thursday, I'm going to dinner at the new restaurant, Costa. I think that's how you say it. It's like a new Italian restaurant and it's at the Jasper in the Jasper, like the Jasper apartments. Like, I like act like I don't even know what I'm talking about, but I'm like, I'm the one that's doing all these things. Um, So I'm excited to check that out because that's new. And this weekend, I'm going back home to Delaware for my friend, Emma's wedding. I'm the maid of honor. Um, God help me. I need to write my speech still. Um, I have a, I have like the first half of it and I have like ideas of it, but I'm like, I need to like look up a little bit of like, I need to do a little like maid of honor research, like maid of honor speech research. Like how long should it be? Are there things that I shouldn't say? Are there things that I should say? Cause I just want to, I just want to make sure I'm doing it right. You know, this is my first, I've been a bridesmaid two other times. This is my first maid of honor stint. Okay. So I will be sure to talk about that on my next episode and tell you guys how it went. I'm very excited though. But um, I'm going to see if there's any single men there, any single groomsmen. Um, Actually, no, I don't. I think everybody's taken. So anyways, uh, next week... I need help. Um, Next week is my holiday girls event at Lamar's. It's sold out. I'm literally so excited. I'm so happy that it's sold out. I'm just like, can just focus on getting it all together. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be so glitz and glam and just like a fun holiday event. So I'll definitely give you guys a recap of that. Also, my mom is going to be here for that, which I'm really excited. She has never come to any of my events before and this is my 10th event. So I'm really pumped that she's going to be able to be there for that and just like see how it all goes and also obviously helped me a little bit um she goes home for a doctor's appointment and then she comes back on saturday and then she's here for a couple days um and then next week i have a couple other like things but i like can't remember off the top of my head and then next saturday my friends and i are doing a candlefish making class candlefish class candle making class at candlefish oh my god sorry for everybody listening to this like i can't talk anyways really excited for that because I've never done a candlefish class. So I'm really excited to do that. Um, and then we're like doing a brunch. My mom gets in that day and then she's going to come with us. We're going to do a brunch and just like have a day, bob around. And then the following week, my friends and I are doing like a little secret Santa holiday thing. I got my secret Santa gifts. Heck yeah. I'm like two weeks early. That's so unlike me. Um, and then I'll just be like spending some time with my, with my mom. Okay. I literally can't talk to him. Spending some time with my mom, and I'm also just gonna be running around like a chicken with my head cut off because that's the week that everything comes out. My podcast party and the podcast comes out. So, oh my gosh! By the time you'll be listening to this, it'll be real time, and it's gonna be the week of everything. So, I'm so excited. Oh my gosh, I can't wait for this podcast launch party. It's gonna be so good. Um, I'll share more details as you know. I'm kind of getting everything done, but I literally like I. I that was like my number one thing like I was like when I launch this podcast like I want to have a party like I want to have a celebration of just like everything because I've never done anything like this before I'm just like I need to have a launch party it just feels right You know, I'm kind of like in a very much like, I'm just putting it out there. I'm putting everything out there and everybody's going to know about it. And that's just how you have to do things these days. That's marketing. Like I'm going to, I'm putting it out there that we are doing a fun little departee and for this podcast, it's going to make people want to listen. So I'm excited. I can't wait. It's going to be decorated so well. It's just going to be, and I I will share all the the names of the people that I'm working with for this. It's like really going to be cool. It's at um, Kenny Flowers, which is a store downtown they started off just like on as an online business, but they opened their flagship store downtown. I think earlier this year, it's so amazing. They have an event space upstairs. It's called the King street cabana club. And it is so cute. And just like such my vibe. So I'm very, very excited to have that there. Um, It's going to be such a vibe. If you're watching this video, I'm literally scratching my nose right now. I'm not picking it. Anyways. Oh my God. I'm kooky today. Um, That's every day though. But anyway, so lots of crazy things happening these next two weeks. And I am just like, I am so pumped to be a part of it. So I think that is a wrap on episode two. Um, Thank you guys for listening. I hope that you feel inspired to go live somewhere you love if you don't already um, after my like year-long monologue talking about that. Um, But yeah, thank you for listening. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. I don't think I said that in the last time, last episode, but make sure you do that because we're just starting out here. So I would really appreciate any rating reviewing and subscribing that you can do um make sure you're following at the charleston diaries on instagram and at nicole farina no that's not my instagram at nicole underscore farina on instagram and at nicole dot farina on tiktok and i hope you guys have a sleigh of a day and go have some fun